You're listening to WGWG.org, Gardner-Webb University streaming and on-demand programming. This is a little show we call The Big Sports Fan. Jeff Powell in the studio with Matthew Tessnier. Welcome, Matthew. I like this little show. Thanks for listening. You like this little show? I I do, too. It keeps me informed about all things sports, which is what it's supposed to do. That's what we're here for. We're we're meeting our goal then. You know, I think last week in our uh, show, I don't think we even talked about Gardner-Webb. Uh, sports, but we're going to make up for it this week. Yeah, that's that's all we're going to talk about all today. Right. Well, so, we're going we'll to start with a big football victory. Oh, Seventeen to ten win at Charleston Southern last week, and I think we were we were all uh, pleasantly surprised at what what we got out of that game last week. I really just just thought that's going to be a tough matchup for us beforehand. I thought we're going down there; they're ranked; they're in the top ten. Uh, I always like to see who somebody's played, even if they've not played well against them. I thought Charleston Southern's played against Florida State. Florida State's not the best. Florida Florida State team we've seen uh, in recent years this year, but still they're getting that experience playing a big school. I, I thought that's going to be a handful for us, and I think probably you know everybody on campus thought that as well. Um, but we've we've played well. I, I, I think I think that's the thing that gets lost. We're you know we're four and six here heading into the finale against Monmouth at home. Um, but if you look at the schedule, we have been in almost every game, and a lot of them right to the very end. And I think if you ask any of the coaches, players, uh, fans, family members, right around the program, they'd say, you know, if we could have a couple of plays back in a lot of these games, we could simply have a, a very different record than the four sure. and six record we yeah. do. It could be six and four. Yeah, it could be six and four. Could be, I could see a scenario where we could be eight and two. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't want to second guess anything, you know. And and you could say, well, that play changes. Well. Uh, other plays could have changed too throughout that, but um, I think the coaching staff would, you know, point to plays like uh, punt returns for touchdown against, against the Citadel that that hurt us. Um, you know, we, and you could look at the Liberty game the week before. We had a block kick, I, I believe, in overtime that we had a chance to tie it and keep that game going. It could have always been another thing. We could have made that play, and then it could have been another play. So I think, you know, as a fan, it's so easy to. As they like to say, uh, Monday morning quarterback it, you know, alluding to the old uh, watching the NFL on Sunday and then on Monday morning you're talking around the water cooler and you're saying what your team did wrong. Um, and so you can always say those things as a fan and, and uh, speculate about what could have happened. But but if you do, if you look, there's certainly so many points to be prideful about for Gardner-Webb football this year. We were right there with ranked Coastal Carolina, right there with Liberty, right there with ranked Citadel. And we go down to Charleston Southern and we get ourselves a big win. And so that mm-hmm. was really exciting. I think I think seeing how, how much we've been in those games, how incredibly competitive we've been this year, uh, the defense has played incredibly well. Uh, you know, for large stretches in the season, we haven't allowed touchdowns, uh, or we've made it very difficult for teams to score. Uh, and I think, uh, other, you know, one way that we've progressed as a team is offensively. I think, you know, we may not be lighting up the scoreboard. You know, you always want to score more points, of course. Uh, but I think we've we've kind of diversified ourselves a little bit where we've had some deep passes. Um, we've had some success in the passing game, uh, and we certainly have been able to run the ball well this year. So I think, think with where we are, I think four and six is a little deceptive actually at this point uh, from the successful season that we've had so you know uh, hats off to, to coach McRae and, and his group for sticking with it and and you know it's tough to, to throughout a season no matter what your record is keep keep the guys motivated you uh-huh. know you think about whatever you do in your life uh, if, you're, if you're listening out there you know if you're working in a certain business or an industry if you've got a certain hobby uh, you know no matter what it is that you're doing how do you keep yourself motivated well coaches have to think about that all the time and they are not only having to keep themselves motivated but they're having to work 
work with a large group of young men or young women, uh, and, you know, when you're talking about college athletics. So um, really strong, strong job that they've done. And I think for our football team, you know, it's paying off with some recognition. And I was kind of taking a look and, and updating myself uh, on what some of our student athletes uh, from our football team are up for as far as postseason awards. There was some news that came out this past week about that. Uh, and for the first time ever, Gardner-Webb has uh, postseason uh, awards watch list representatives uh, for offense, defense, and freshman of the year. And so we've got a candidate for Offensive Player of the Year in FCS, Football Championship Subdivision, uh, Division of 1A Football. Uh, we've got a watch list uh, person for defense, offense, and for freshman of the year. And it's interesting to me in looking at those, some really standout performances that we've had this year, but all three of those nominees are from the state of South Carolina. Interesting. And and on top of that, uh, our, our, our running back, who's had an incredible season, Lewis, he he is also from the state of South Carolina. And so we've got a lot of power on our team, and a lot of our leaders are coming from the state of South Carolina mm-hmm. and, and showing that we're really, I think, recruiting strong down there uh, is, I guess, what that would tell me, or that football talent is, is rich down there in the state of South Carolina. And, of course, we're right here not far from the South Carolina line. So it's not like, you know, oh, we're going out to Idaho and we're grabbing a lot of talent <laughs> right. out there in a place that for us might be random. Uh it's still in our backyard, just as much as you know, far eastern North Carolina is. But um, incredible seasons that that those nominees have had. Chad Jeter, he's an NBA student linebacker. He's up for the Defensive Player of the Year, uh, and he's actually 11th nationally in tackles with 106. Uh, and he's now top 10 all-time Gardner-Webb history and Big South history in tackles, total tackles. I think he's got 300 and something for his career. He was our our leader last year too, as a as a senior. Now he's a, a grad student and, and playing out his last year of eligibility. Uh, and, and another interesting thing is Tyrell Maxwell, who is up for the Offensive Player of the Year in FCS. He is leading all FCS quarterbacks with 865 rushing yards, and he actually is already, and Big South football has only been around, I think, for a certain amount of time, uh, not not that long. Um he is already, Tyrell Maxwell, the all-time rushing leader for a quarterback in Big South history. Wow. And so, you know, in an age, that might sound like, and I don't remember, and I, I gave you a very vague explanation there. It's been around for some time. So, well, how long is some time? Is that the 108 years that the Cubs didn't win a World Series? No. Or is that, you know, the Not last 15 case. years? A certain amount of years. A certain amount of years. <laughs> Sorry for that that vagueness, but I also don't want to throw out a random number right. there uh, and be completely wrong. But, you know, we're not talking about Big South football back in the 1920s or 30s or right. 40s or something like that um, but you know that's impressive especially though in an age no matter no matter what your your year count is there uh, as a junior he's got another year of eligibility after he finishes this year uh, and in an age where there are so many running quarterbacks and you're always talking about that that phrase that some of them don't like dual threat quarterback you know they can run they can pass maybe equally as well or they can run better than they can pass in some cases but he's definitely done all of it this year um, he's got nine passing touchdowns seven rushing touchdowns so he's you know He's right there, uh, and he's obviously he's leading the country uh, for FCS quarterbacks with with rushing uh, wow. yards, wow. and so very impressive. And then you've got the the young man Jalen Foster, who uh, Coach McCray's talked about a couple of times on the on the football coaches show here on WGWG. Uh, he again is also from South Carolina. He is one of those guys that this year he has just proven to, uh, and Coach has talked about it a little bit. Always be around the football. He's always there. Um, the homecoming game was the first game where I really got to watch him. You know, for for a whole sixty minutes. 
And he was recovering fumbles and returning them and setting up touchdowns. He was intercepting the ball in the end zone. He was tipping passes. He's one of those guys that just finds himself around the ball on defense. And if you have a guy like that who is able to make the play, either you know calls an incomplete pass or calls a fumble or pick up a fumble or get a sack or an interception – I think every coach would love to have 11 of those guys playing defense oh, yeah. for him. So mm-hmm. um, he's been a lot of fun to watch. When you watch him, you don't feel like you're watching a freshman. Uh, and uh, he's, a, he's a rather uh, imposing, I think, uh, member of the defensive backfield, too, for, for us. And I think it's important to have some size back there. And when you see him lining up, I just, I, you know, seeing him on the field and getting a chance to stay on the sideline a couple of times this season and, and at homecoming, especially. He, he, he could be a linebacker out there running around, and that's praise, certainly. I mean that in the best best of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got some guys really, really doing well this season, and I think we've had a, a better season than you might even look at. It's one of those times when you when you think, oh, I'll look at the record, and that's what I see. But if you look behind all the numbers, the honors, uh, the games, if you look back, you really – get a better perspective and for us we've had a really strong season and I, I you know I'd love to see us finish it out with a, a big win at home against Monmouth yeah and that's coming up uh, not this weekend but the following November 19th uh, and I feel like that a 1:30 kickoff yeah, something uh, like that I think so gwsports.com will tell you that's right that's right we'll send you there and um, we'll also send you there for winter sports winter sports are, are right around the corner what I call winter winter sports thinking about uh, maybe more from a high school perspective. You yeah. know, you get the fall sports, you come in with the football, right. maybe some soccer. Then you get into the winter, you get your basketballs, your wrestling, and then you get softball, baseball, and then other soccer in the spring. But for us, I mainly am I'm talking about basketball and wrestling. And wrestling is certainly something that I am no expert in. Uh, whether you're talking about uh, Greco-Roman wrestling, uh, you know, high school, college wrestling, or professional wrestling, which a lot of folks would rather probably call entertainment or a branch of entertainment of some kind. Um, but one thing I do know is that we had an incredible season last year on the mat. Uh, you know, we tied for the Southern Conference, and we wrestle in the Southern Conference uh, as opposed to the Big South Conference. Uh, I think based on, you know, I don't believe the big south all the members have wrestling right. and i think i think that's probably think why that's it. Mm-hmm. um and so you know we tied tied for the for the conference championship in the regular season we sent a couple of guys again we always seem to send someone to the national tournament mm-hmm. uh to wrestle on, at an individual level uh but we're bringing some very experienced guys back guys like boyce cornwell who went to the to the tournament and wrestled in madison square garden last year and up there in new york city ryan mosley austin trot chris vassar some really experienced guys and so i think we have a chance with that experience coming back and hopefully some depth on the team to really have another strong wrestling campaign. And our wrestling team has been uh, picked, I believe, to be third in the preseason poll from from coaches in the conference. And that kind of is in line, I think, with with where folks maybe saw us at the end of the year last year. When, you know, we tied, but we tied, I believe it was Appalachian and Chattanooga. And I think people look at those schools and they're the ones maybe who get the publicity and the uh, the for doing what they do but I think our guys ask coach Elliott or anybody on the team I'm sure they're fine with lying under the radar a little bit mm-hmm. um, you know their their concern is not what their preseason poll ranking is and right. that's with most sports it's where they they want to finish and they want to perform well throughout the season and so with some of those big names coming back and then the other thing interesting for wrestling this year that that really might pull some folks in and I think it might be might be a, a reason that, that folks maybe who don't usually come out and maybe see a wrestling match might want to come out we're wrestling three ACC schools I believe 
at home this year. Hmm. Uh, Virginia comes in December 2nd, uh, UVA. Uh, then we've got Duke and Carolina both in in the first 10 days of February uh, wow. to wrestle here. So chance you know to see some of those. We've had, um, I believe North Carolina came and played women's basketball against us in Porter Arena a couple of years ago. Uh, we've, of course, had soccer teams from the ACC come and, and play against us. Um, but, but you know, as a general rule, usually if we're playing an ACC team, we're going to their their stadium and, and their home home field. So it's nice to be bringing those guys in this year. And I, I think, uh, you know, as we, we continue to be competitive and uh, continue to do well on the mat, I think that opens up all kinds of opportunities for who, who will play you, who wants to come in and play yeah. at your, your place. And so that should be a lot of fun this mm-hmm. year. So. Go Gardner Webb Wrestling, uh, and then of course we got basketball coming up. Uh, and recently, I believe they had media days for the women's mm-hmm. and men's teams. Had a chance to uh, to hear women's coach Rick Reeves and, and men's coach Tim Kraft talk a little bit about their teams coming in this season. Uh, for the women, they were picked six in the preseason poll. Uh, they've had three straight seasons of fifteen plus wins, and when you get fifteen or twenty wins, and you get in that range for several years in a row, you're definitely building something in your program. Um, we've got only one senior, I think, Kiara Curry coming in uh, this year and so uh, there's a lot of youth but there's also still a lot of experience there kind of in the sophomore to junior range and I know one th- the thing that probably stood out most to me about Gardner-Webb women's basketball from uh, that that media day was that Coach Reeves was saying we could play easily nightly 10, 11, or 12 players. We've got a lot of depth. We're going to be able to do it that and when you play that many players he said we're going to be able to do a lot defensively. That means you can press, uh, you can trap, you can be more aggressive defensively uh, because you don't have to worry about fouling players out because if you've got other players you can bring in, you don't have to worry about fatigue. You can bring other players in and you can share the minutes a little bit better. So he was really excited about that, saying that you know we've had some great teams, but we may have just as much depth this year as we've had. Uh, and so that was really exciting for him. Uh, but they're opening up uh, the season in a tournament, uh, an early season tournament in Chicago. Uh, and then they've got a couple of home games uh, in November, I believe, uh, in the coming week, November 14th and 16th, I think they've got home games and one of those I think is a daytime game maybe it's an education game uh, I'm not sure uh, and so that's that's exciting for women's basketball for men's basketball of course you know familiar name uh, now going into his fourth season Tyrell Nelson a lot of people familiar it feels like Tyrell Nelson uh, has been around for five or ten years um, just because he was such an instrumental piece of the team when he was a freshman um, he I believe he was a freshman when he had a game when he had 20 re- 20, 20 points and 25 rebounds just a just a monster game mm-hmm. uh, and you you know, you're not talking about somebody who's who's six ten or seven foot. I think he's I think he's listed at six seven, if if I'm correct. And so he, he at times is playing against guys who are as big as he is or taller than he is. He's just very good at timing his his rebounding, uh, carving out space uh, underneath the basket, and and uh, and pulling down those rebounds and just being aggressive with it. Um, and so he we've been watching him for several years now, and so it's kind of fun to see him now flip from being an outstanding freshman, you know, going through those middle years of his college career and now being kind of that senior leader at at the other end. But our men were picked fourth in the preseason poll uh, in the Big South Conference, and and Coach Kraft has done an unbelievable job coming in after Coach Holtman was here, uh, and and four straight winning seasons now for for men's basketball. We've posted a, a couple of twenty win campaigns, uh, and they're opening up, I believe, in Texas uh, before they have a couple of games. If I'm correct, I think later on in November into December we've got a couple of home games. Usually, usually our men play a good number of games on the road. They play in either preseason 
tournaments. Uh, uh-huh. You know, they've they've gone down to I believe the Caribbean a couple of times. Um, you know, they'll play in other early season tournaments uh, in different places in the country, and uh, then they'll bring a couple of schools in. Uh, and here, we typically play a couple of schools from the power conferences on the road, uh, and I think that's kind of been the strategy to get experience. You know, away from Paul Porter Arena and playing in those uh, more aggressive, hostile environments where you've got to fans and and everybody in your face uh and then you know we get some of that good home cooking as as i always like to say how, how can i not say the the cliche of home cooking when i love sports and love food uh, and so there you go um you know in the spring uh and, well and i say spring in the, the first part of the year with january february and march so we've got so much going on here and and i mean there are there are other things going on too but those are just some of the major highlights it's just been november is always an interesting time when you've got the success that we've had in football Ball, uh, and with our individual performances and with our team performances. Uh, and then you've got basketball season. You've got wrestling coming off of a great year, and they're heading into another year with a lot of promise. Uh, it's just an exciting time on campus. And so hopefully everybody will go out and support uh, the running Bulldogs in every sport, uh, no matter what your favorite one is. And, and, you know, go see a sport that you wouldn't normally go see. You'll be surprised at, at what you might find out that you like. Uh, and, you know, it's just a great uh, form of entertainment and support here in Cleveland County, too. And, you know, it's always great when we see members of the community come out. But also remember GWSports.com. That's where you can keep up with all of it. Uh, definitely a good supplier of our uh, sports stats and information here on board. Big Sports Fan. So thanks a lot to all the work those guys in sports information do. If you like sports talk, you can click that button there that says on-demand programming, and you can search around there on our SoundCloud account, and you can find lots of sports podcasts. Uh, you can listen back to past football and basketball games. There's a lot of information there, so click that button that says on-demand programming. If you've got any questions for us here on the Big Sports Fan, just send us a, an email to the radio station, info, I-N-F-O, at WGWG.org.